Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Let's Chat About Death. Uh, thank you for joining us. I uh, hope you're having a great day or a great night so far. Um, I'm joined by three very special people. We have Simon, Tori, and Jess. Put your hands together for them. <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about uh, other countries' traditions and rituals when it comes to death. Um, and Tori has done quite a bit of research and we've had a bit of a discussion about it today. There's probably hours and hours of discussion that we could have um, for it. Uh, and some countries, when you hear, uh, are, are really interesting. Um, and when we're obviously talking about it, have a bit of a think about how you would... How would you react to some of these? Um, I've, uh, I, I don't know if I'm a, a real big favourite of some of them, but look, each country to their own, I guess. Um, so, Tori, Tori, yeah, take us, take us through some of, uh, some of these. Well, I honestly reckon we're going to need two parts to this mm -hmm. because there are so many different things. I think with Western culture, it's kind of you do the funeral, you go home, you have a drink with your mates, and that's yeah. it. Whereas... There are so many different cultures that are beautiful in their own way that I think deserve a bit of time on them. Um, we'll start off with a funny one, just to, just to ease us into it a little bit. So in Taiwan, it's not every funeral, but they have stripper funerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, take us through that. So from what I've read, and if I'm wrong, please let us know. However, from yeah. what I understand, the more people that show up to a funeral, it's more respect, more dignity. And so how do you get people to come to a funeral? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, for the, for the guys, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So in the streets, they have cars with stripper poles attached to their roof. And of course, I think every man, I think every woman too, because it's kind yeah, of It's cool. different. It's different. You know, comes out. See who's passed away. So, so that, so that's purely and solely just to get people there. Yep. So it's not for like there's no, like the deceased won't move on unless they're danced or something. No, and like don't get me wrong, like they do, from what I've read, have some fun with their funerals because it's a celebration. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool to be honest with you. Oh. All I can imagine is like funeral Mardi Gras. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The floats and costumes. The, and pic the pictures that I had seen, uh, or the video that Tori showed me, um, was pretty much like that. There was hundreds of these women standing on top of cars with these poles, all but all synchronized. So they knew the dance that they were doing. And these guys going down the street. I mean, all you have to do is, uh, I guess, look up YouTube or something else like that. You know, stripper, stripper funerals. Um, yeah. So what country was that? Um, so it's more popular in Taiwan. Taiwan, um, In okay. the rural areas. In China it was on the rise, but I think it's outlawed now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's different. But I guess if that, yeah, if they can bring people there, then that sends their love line off correctly, doesn't it, really? <laughs> That's, I mean... Very different. Why not? Mm. I mean, I guess it's good to be different, but then again, how would you get so many strippers to be a part of that funeral service. I'm assuming it would be a paid service. Oh, yeah, it would be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
and especially in their country too, that you, they'd probably find it hard already to try to make dollars. So, you know, they've probably got something small, but it might be equivalent to a week's wage for them. So uh, maybe Jess and I need to start training and uh, we can <laughs> offer some more services for our funerals, I think. Oh, I don't know whether anyone would pay to watch, watch us strip talk. That would pay us to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, it's like, no. Put the, yeah, yeah. We take PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> you can tap that. <laughs> that brings a whole new meaning to it. Uh, but anyway. Right, um, let's move on from that one. Yeah, move on. <laughs> Before get the podcast gets yeah, taken yeah, down. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Unrelated reasons. So what's, the, what's, an, what's another one? So this is one of my favourites mm-hmm. because, again, it's I, I love the one that's kind of like a celebration of their life. So in Madagascar, um, it was an older tradition, but it's still kind of got some relevance today. Some people I just said King Julian when you said Madagascar. <laughs> it's all the lemurs come out. I am a woman. <laughs> Do you like to move it, move it too? I like to move it, yeah. So anyway, 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 anyway. So their loved ones get put into a crypt. When they pass away, and so their belief is that you're either living or you're dead. There's not much in between. But what they do, I think it's once in a seven-year period, they will remove the body from the crypt and have their bones, and they have a celebration with with their loved one because they're kind of seeing the loved one again, and they turn the bones over. So when they they're buried, I think it's their face up, and then once after celebration, they have them face down because that means they're now in another world. Because they're ah. passed on. Okay. I think that's pretty amazing because from what I've read, correct me if I'm wrong again, but they go in feet first when they first get put in the crypt. Yeah. But then when they put them back in after the celebration, they go in head first because they're now in another world. Yeah, because it mm, – wow, okay. So after seven years, what do they do? Uh, well, they have someone that will tell them what – I mean, oh, like a guru or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have a big celebration. I think they just, after that, leave the bones to rest because that soul's no longer there. They've passed to another. There was, um, I think, China. China just comes up in my head about um, because of the limited of graves and space in China, as, as you can appreciate, the, the you know huge buildings and whatever, and uh, very yeah, very limited. When they bury their loved one, they only bury them for 12 months. And then the people that are, that are homeless end up living in the cemetery in old crypts, like old, like um, we would probably class them as like mausoleum, you know, above ground. So they sleep in there at night. Now they get fed, I think it's only once a day, um, the council or whatever or the government comes around and they give, give this food to them. Um, but what they do, their job is every day is to dig up the remains and then dig them all up, put them in another box and then that's handed back to the family or to, to be crushed. It's, it's a, weird, a weird thing, but that's, that's how they live. Um, I'm <laughs> more interested to know what does the family do with their remains? Yeah, like well, considering that a lot of the... Some of the Chinese funerals that I've dealt with, they're all being Buddhist, which means that once they're buried, they're buried. In Australia, that's the case. So having to take them out and then even if you were to crush them, well, that's sort of against a lot of stuff. 
that's going to need some further research, I think. Yeah. Interesting. That was uh, that was my little thing. <laughs> that was a celebration killer, wasn't it? Yeah. I kind of like the uh, the stripper funerals more. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit more exciting. What else do we have? So another one which I find interesting mm-hmm. because I feel. A lot of people in Western culture wouldn't agree with it. Not wouldn't agree with it, but would find it, oh, my goodness, what's going on? Yeah. But for them, it's, you know, it's what they do. It's their sign of respect. So the Tibetan sky funerals. Oh, yeah. Hence, your reaction is most people's. Mm, yeah. However, when you look at the reasoning behind it, it's fair enough because they think that their body is just a corpse. There's no spirit left. And... To show respect to the to the earth, they give back to the earth. So, what so it, yeah, explain the process. Beautiful. So just just off the bat, from what I've what I've read, um, they'll take the the deceased to a to a mountain, and then from there, pretty much the vultures will come and dispose of the body. There are a few more steps involved in the middle with that. Mm. Um, so sometimes they'll snap the spine. So they're easy to carry. <laughs> yeah, easy, easy fold, <laughs> fold away option. Oh, just the thought of it. Yeah, and but then, I guess uh, if they if they've believed that the soul's gone and yeah, the it, it's just a shell. Okay. Yeah, I, I still find that yeah weird, but okay. And then once they're up there, I think one of their higher ranking people in society. I think they're monks. Yeah. Buddhists, I think. Um, they will kind of segment the body. Right. They have a certain order they do it in. So, so they cut them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's easy for the vultures to completely take everything, I guess. So how long do they leave? Do, do they say how long they leave them there for? I'm honestly not too sure. I didn't yeah. want to look up too many. Are we going to probably, if, if you once again you look up Tibetan sky burials, um, You'll get to see these big vultures. Now they're they're nearly the size of a uh, a small man. Um, no offence, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big bird. <laughs> that's, a, that's one big bird. But, you know, it doesn't sound like too much of a bad process. No, no. Because if you think about it, you know, like you said, the soul's moved on. But uh, it's kind of like feeding the earth's creatures of something that's no longer in use. I mean, we're seeing him. We're seeing it on on a western side. You know. But if, if that's what you've grown up with, then that's norm for you, really. Um, but, yeah, it's the giving, giving back. It's the feeding the, uh, you know, uh, what do you say? The, um, um, you know, you've got fish and then sharks and that whole, what do you call that? The, it was the circle of life, yeah. really. Um, yeah. yeah, food chain. Speaking of the circle of life, so... Um, Buddhists have this literally circle of life. And each, when it's depicted, there's seven separate areas. And so I think giving back to the earth once you've deceased helps your soul move through those. Yeah. From what, from what I've read, again, please tell me if I'm wrong because it's actually really interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're only getting the information off online now. We know how the online can be correct in some areas and not so much. So... We're not actually getting them from people that have ever experienced this. Uh, so if there is anyone that has ever had that and you're on our socials, then please, um, yeah, let us know. 
sort of like doing your part after you pass, really. Yeah. Sort of like it's probably well, it cuts it cuts down on space, yeah. burial. Like Very you think economical. about that. Um, well, yeah. in Tibet as well, there's not much to dig up. There's not much soil because it's all pretty hard. So the the land you do have to dig up, you got to use up for better sources. Yeah. Whereas you know, if you can dispose of them, feed the animals, get back to nature. So I'm sure there's probably uh, what I've what I've seen with that too is that I have a in my head it's like 24 hours because obviously the the vultures are going to come and they're just going to take as much as they can with those bodies and it's like it's like the family get together and have a picnic. Like, it's a huge, big event over there. Um, you know, they all sit up on the hill, uh, allowing this, and then the birds come in. Um, but it's like, they're like their pets. Like, you can come now and then all the birds, but other than that, they're sort of off to the side. But after 24 hours, then there's a, a man up there with, a, like, a machete, with his, be- like, with his hands, like, there's no gloves, and I guess back then, or, uh, you know, in Tibet, probably, you know, limited to a lot of stuff, but... It's like they're, you know, when you get the roast and you sort of, you cut, you like, you get all the meat off it. And then after that, you give the bone to your dog. Similar type of thing is they remove all the meat off the bones and then the vultures will come in and finish that off. 15 minutes. 15 minutes from when? 15 minutes. Oh, well, that brings, yeah, wow. Okay. 15 minutes from. When they're when they're put into sections, so then. Well, the the vultures kind of know what's going on when they see someone on top of the hill now. So apparently, there's about hundred of them, and then because they do it in sections, they'll finish one, throw it out. By the time it's the next one. Yeah. Now one of these birds are huge. Because well, they're getting having, to do that. Having said that, there's a very similar one. It's the Zoroastrian. So what mm. they do, they actually have towers built and they'll cover the, the deceased in full urine and then they'll leave it on top of the tower and then I believe um, they've got a sacred dog that will come and bless the bodies and then from there, again, it goes, the vultures come, they dispose of the oh. deceased. But um, there's a few of those around the world. Oh, far out. That is quite interesting, you know. I mean, it, it is kind of a quick process. So it kind mm. of, if you're kind of in one of those countries that are, that kind of struggle on, you know, burying loved ones or things like that, that is a alternative. That's yeah. Even though it may be brutal, I mean, it is, like we've said before, still a form of life, really. Oh, you're definitely. Still yeah. Those creatures, even though you're long gone. Yeah. Hang on. Someone knocking at the door here. <laughs> Come in. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm still stuck on the 15-minute thing. Yeah. But I'm from a big family, so I imagine we're very similar to vultures. You know, if you're hungry, you don't want to miss out. So no, you're gonna you get, get in there anyway. and yep. you're going to you are gonna eat. Yeah. But, oh. you th- yeah, you think if you've got several hundreds of birds, they all want a piece of the pie, it's done. You're done. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I can see, I can see the whole process of it, but like we said, we're we're from the western region, so yeah, our our thing's fairly simple and 
basic, um, really. We don't, we don't tend to have a lot of rituals or traditions, apart from what Tori said, you know, get it all over and done with and go down the pub. That's about it, you know. Um, but when it comes to even the New Zealand and the Tongans oh, and Samoan, they're just, yeah, the way that they celebrate their loved ones, you know, where they they take them home and they spend up to seven days with their loved ones, depending on how how religious or what connection they have or where they've been held in, in the community too. They could be warriors, they could be mums, dads, whatever. Um, yeah, so there's some really beautiful ones out there. You know, it, it all just comes down to, yeah, how, how each country's been brought up, really. I yeah. think a really... We'll bring it back to the, the kind of fun ones, I guess. Yeah. So in Gander, there, there's a thing called fantasy couples. So the, dis, the deceased or the loved one... Um, the strippers don't come out, do they, again? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they just... That's fine. <laughs> They could have been a stripper in their early days and they got a stripper coffin. So what they do is they pole. say someone was a massive Mercedes fan, they'll make a custom coffin that's shaped like a Mercedes car. Oh, wow. I saw one and it was a, it was a packet of smokes. <laughs> 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 like a Marlboro Red. Yeah, wow. That's definitely being resourceful, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But, like, just, just imagine someone's died, passed away because they've got complications with smoking and, and they're buried in a coffin that's marlboro red 20s <laughs> <Then you> give, <laughs> yeah you put that into it yeah brings a whole new meaning to it doesn't it yeah uh, what do you think if you could have a fantasy coffin what would you what would you choose cause oh that's a tough one i'm gonna pass An, to a, simon a, so I a, can think. a football not a footy that's too boring if i can go all out i'm gonna go all out here yeah, but you like football. I do like football. Yeah, you play football. Yeah, I don't know. See, that's boring. That might be one for... <laughs> yeah, you've got to th- really think about it when you got to... I don't know. I'd be a shoe. Oh, yeah? I would, I would be put in a fabulous stiletto. Yeah, now, for well, obviously, we have never spoken about... Uh, Jess's shoe collection, but she has over about 130 pairs of shoes. And um, You're being very kind when you say 130. No, 230 <laughs> pairs of shoes. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, uh, 230. Mm. Um, and yes, they, they've got their own little boxes. They do. And yeah. They do. Wow. Yeah. A shoe. I would that's, have a shoe. That's, yeah. It says me that's got puppets and paranormal stuff. That's my thing. And Simon, if you saw Simon's media room, oh my God, it is to die for. It is brilliant. If <laughs> if I had a fantasy coffin, it'd probably be same shape as a DSLR camera. You know, for example, you could have the lens, a long lens on it, depending on how long my body was, and that could for your third leg. Yep, yep, that's it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah. That's going to get us cut from Spotify now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But that could house just the bottom half of the body. Yeah. And then leading into the, um, the the actual body part of the DSLR camera itself to represent that half, that could house, say, your arms, your upper torso, things yeah. like that. So really depending on how long your body was would determine how long 
the lens would be on this makeshift coffin. Yeah. You've gone to so much detail with yours. I love it. What about you, Chris? Um. Oh, I don't know. I think. Mine's probably really boring. I mean, look, I, I've, I've got some interest, but I think because I live and breathe this industry, it, it would have to have something to do with funerals. I, I don't know. It's it's probably see every day for us, but yeah, I don't know. Just I mean, I love I love comedy. I love my puppets. I love all of that. So I don't know. I'd really have to think about it. I don't know. I, it's not clear cut with me. Because I, I tend to think about others before I really think about myself. I don't know. What do you reckon your kids would put you in? Cardboard box. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've done a clown. I've done a clown funeral. Oh, no. That's horrible. No. And, no. and But they were happy clowns. No, but what if they come back and they're a zombie and it's a clown zombie? Oh, like probably. from Zombieland? No. You know. Pennywise. Yeah, but interesting. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. Um, was, um, the other the other one that I think you researched was the. I think it was in the Asian area where they hung their loved ones off cliff faces. Yeah, I think that's in the Philippines. It's becoming less and less common. Um, but the danger of it, anyway. <laughs> I imagine it's like, guess what? You're. Um, Taking Uncle Steve down there today. But I think the <laughs> logic of it like, is that they're bringing oh. the person closer to heaven so they don't have to travel as far. So the spirit's not as tired, I guess. That actually does make sense. Yeah, but you've got to get them up the hill first. Yeah, well, that's the person that's alive. They can do that. It's easy. Yeah. And if they pass away, they're already up there. Wow. Yeah. Different. Different, Different. again. Um, wow. No, I think they no they they're coffined. Um yeah, no vultures involved in that one. Um any anything else that you have? Um again there's there's so so many. Yeah. I think as, you know, with the media and globalization, yeah. we're becoming more westernized just as a as a world. So a lot of these are going not oh, out of fashion. That's the other one. The um in, in New Orleans, when they do the, oh, the, the jazz, jazz the jazz, um, I was lucky enough when I was probably only about six or seven. I remember it clear as a day when we went to New Orleans and we actually saw them going through the streets playing their jazz, and it was just brilliant. You know, there was celebration and there was music and there was everything. Don't ever remember seeing a coffin or a casket, but um, I'm thinking, oh. What? festival you know or something oh look it was a show you know as a kid um but then yeah getting told that it was for a funeral you know as a kid you sort of i didn't really have much to do with death then it's like oh but wouldn't they be sad it's like no no it's all about and i guess that what that's what we try to do is make it a celebration of that person's life you know we shouldn't have to be i mean it's sad that they've gone but we shouldn't we've got to remember them and the best way we do that is celebrating them so I think yeah, so yeah, with the jazz jazz bands and uh, the other one is, I'm trying to think of which country it is, but uh, where they do the the casket dance, and it's normally not like an an African country or a, 
but they put the casket up on their shoulders and they're dancing with it. Um, and for the, you can't see me, but I was doing a little jig there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that you don't want to see either. Um, what? Yeah. Tori's just doing a little bit. But of they're um, they're quite interesting too. And and once again, if you're on, if you're on YouTube, you'll get to see them. Some some of those uh, guys uh, don't end up doing it the way they should, where the casket falls into the grave um, and opens up, which is not what you want. Um, you know, but uh, so what? What country is it from? It is Ghana. Ghana. So with the fantasy coffins. Oh wow! Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So again, it's it's another just celebration. Yeah. Um, but oh, I just yeah, it, it it's quite exciting when you know of what other countries do. Really, it's oh, you you learn a lot. Um, and I know even from research that I've done and what you've done and all that, Tori, that it that it's um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, at times it makes us look a little bit different. I think we're quite lucky here in Australia because we are such a multicultural country. Yeah, we get to see snippets or get to be involved in so many different yeah, cultures. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Anything else, Tori? Well, of course, in some cultures they still have uh, endocannibalism. The what? Uh, cannibalism. So oh. they will uh, remove, uh, I guess, eat one of the loved ones. But that's to do with expelling the... It's a bit chewy. What happens if they're old? What do you mean if they're old? Does it, they just eat them. <laughs> I didn't want to go through too much research. I haven't tried it myself, but... <laughs> <laughs> I had a little bit of the, uh, the calf. <laughs> no, no. Um, so that's still prevalent in some some cultures, but if you know that's how you get food, that's not exactly food, but that's just what you do. Oh. Like Tori and I had a conversation the other day, just you know, joking if we were stuck somewhere, you know, if you really had to to survive, would you eat the person you're with? Like, yeah. I need tomato sauce for that. 100%. <laughs> and some salt. And some salt, pepper, yep. season three minutes each side. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, very different. But I guess in that, yeah, if you're in that situation, then, yeah, you'd have to think long and hard what which way you go. I would rather die. I mean, I am yeah. hooked on my chicken nuggets and I feel like <laughs> someone like you, because you wouldn't live up to that. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could put some sand on me and look like a like a <laughs> <laughs> like a chicky nugget. <laughs> like a chicky nugget. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, look. I think I think that'll do us for this episode. Um, a little bit of happening behind the scenes here, but that's okay. It's all right. Anyway, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we will have uh, possibly a part B of our. Uh, other rituals and traditions around the world. Um, and until we uh, talk to you later on, have fun. Bye, Bye for now.